It's another Sunday night in comedy, kids, and tonight we're pulling double duty as Paul Robloskis from Comedy Records joins us to talk about his new series, Acting Good. And a little later on in the show, we chat with our old friend, Frank Spadone, who's literally on tour, like on a bus or a car or a plane or a train, somewhere right now across middle America, coming home with the Uncle Louie Variety Show. A lots to dive into tonight, kids. I'm Vince Tedesco. This is Inside Jokes. Roll the intro. All right. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to Inside Jokes. I'm your host, Vince Tedesco. Dean Young is off this week, but um, a lot to dive into, as I said. A little mismatch of comedy, a new TV series, a comedy tour that's on the road right now. But uh, I wanted to take a moment to kind of recognize some of the uh, comedic uh, uh, comedic talents that we've lost, a lot of the comics that we've lost uh, in this past year of 2022. Two of them come to mind, most notably uh, Alan Park and Tim Steves. Uh, Tim Steves in the last uh, two or three weeks or so, uh, dealing with a horrible battle of cancer, and Alan Park as well. I didn't know Alan all that well, uh, and I don't think he's ever done the show. Um, but uh, my condolences to him and his family. It's always heartbreaking to see another great Canadian comic, obviously, who um, had their moment in the sun, but to lose a, a battle like they did, it's 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 never good to find out this day on social media when you're kind of just scrolling and you're like, oh my God, this person passed on. No, no, no. But uh, with Tim Steves, I want to say a special shout out as Tim was one of the very first comics, actually the first comic on Inside Jokes. Uh, we never properly gave him his due, but he's done the show a few times. But I still remember that very first episode when we recorded Inside Jokes um, with my late great dear friend Santa Carusi and the other comedians that we had on, Andrew Johnston and Dean DeMacos. Uh, Tim was right there to come in, uh, writing for Mercer, uh, working in his stand-up material across the country. Uh, Always a constant professional, but um, I just wanted to, to give a shout out to those two guys as it's it's always sad to lose someone and especially in this industry where it's so tough to make it, like make it, make it, I'm talking about. But um, to Tim and to Alan, to their families, we send you our love from here, to, from here uh, on Inside Jokes and um, we wish you guys all the courage and, and strength you need to move on. So on that note, more positive things, more positive things are happening in the world of comedy. As we discussed off the top, a new series uh, that's hitting the airwaves uh, last year. Uh, sorry, last month. Pardon me. Uh, in October, it launched. Uh, we'll be back with Paul Rubalowskis. Is that how you say his name? Rubalowskis? And his new series, Acting Good. It's easy like walking. It's easy like walking. Easy like walking. Easy like walking. It's easy like Welcome back to Inside Jokes, sitting in with me right now, uh, a guest that we've had on uh, this summer, uh, if you may remember, he was uh, part of the Just for Laughs Festival, um, part of the ethnic show. Was it the ethnic yeah. show or the nasty show? They call. I think they the the culture show. They changed it now, but it's oh, the, no, it, no, it no. is the ethnic, yeah. ethnic show. Same show, different name, different climate. You know how it is. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it was keeping up with the culture, like keeping up with the Kardashians. I can't remember what the hell it was. <laughs> Who cares? But back Who cares? on the airwaves with us is Paul Roblowskis. Did I get it right? 
Yeah, Roblowskis. That's perfect, man. Thank you for having me. It's nice to see you again. Beautiful. Paul Roblowskis, welcome back to the show. How have things been? It's been a busy couple months for you, buddy. I'm not going to lie. When you and I talked last uh, a while ago, it was, we just finished rapping on this this TV show, Acting Good, that we're doing. And now we've uh, episode five just aired yesterday, man. So it's been a it's been quite the journey since last time you and I spoke. Yeah. OK, well, that was kind of where I wanted to start off, because when we last spoke, it was all JFL we're promoting the festival. So this, one, I guess, was kind of hush hush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but well, then you, the didn't, you, didn't bring it up. you didn't bring it up, so I didn't talk about it. <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, things in Canadian comedy are so under wraps these days. You're gonna start I'm joking. I'm it. joking. And then, uh, so it's a new show, CTV series, Acting Good. Acting Great. Good. Every All every Monday, you. every Monday, nine thirty Central. Every Monday, nine thirty Central is available for streaming as well. I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, the way it works is after all the episodes air, it'll be on Crave, I believe. Hey. hey, hey. So let's and talk about this. Let's talk about this series. Uh, uh, the series acting okay. good, um, mostly reflective of your life. Yeah, it follows. It follows Paul. You know, based you know a guy like me who goes back to the reserve with his his tail you know tucked in between his legs because he went out to the city and he failed miserably and he, he goes back home and tries to lie about how how good things were in the city and his his family humbles him and that's sort of the theme of every episode. It's uh when you live in a small community, he's like as soon as you act good or act different or out of pocket, you're gonna get called on on it. So that's uh, that's basically what the the theme of the show is kind of. Wow, this is really like about your life, man. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, many, oh, I can't tell you how many times because I stayed in the city because of comedy, like for stand-up comedy. Uh, after high school, like my brother and sister, they went to the res um, as soon as they graduated high school. I didn't. I stayed because of stand-up comedy. And there's so many times I had to go back home because I was poor. You know, my girlfriend kicked me out. I didn't make my money. So and there's many, many times that I went back to the reserve just to recuperate. <laughs> now, Paul, for those who don't know you or your brand of comedy, you are, you have an indigenous background. You're yeah. Canadian. Yeah. And home is Manitoba. In Papa River, Papa River First Nation. Uh, it's a fly-in uh, community. There's about uh, 900 people, uh, close to a thousand. We're getting probably close to a thousand now. But it's, uh, you know, it's a very unique, unique place that's uh, north of Winnipeg, about 600 kilometers. There's no roads. You have to take in a small bush plane just to get there. So it's, uh, it, it's a fun sort of environment that we get to create um, in this TV show. It's a great world that we created, and we get to have a lot of fun with it. Now, is the TV show shot in the actual location that is home to you? No, like, it's unfortunately that's too much because like there's so much equipment <laughs> and so much like bringing out all that stuff. It would it would the cost of of bringing that stuff into the bush was a little bit too expensive. Thank God that we live in Manitoba and Winnipeg, and there's a lot of First Nation communities up here that sort of look the same. They got the same kind of housing and you know the, the gravel. There's no cement, so we shot in Brokenhead, which was about 40 minutes from Winnipeg. Um, thank goodness they were there because uh, they looked and felt like home every time I went and shot there. Awesome. Now, uh, First Nation have obviously been a hot topic button issue the last, you know, couple of years. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just, I'm just trying to lay the groundwork of the question. Uh, oh, you guys have been talking again. about Native people? <laughs> Who's been talking about Native people? <laughs> All I'm saying is for you as someone in Canadian comedy. Yeah. Who did there's not that there's there, like you're one of a rare breed. I mean, yeah. I, who did you look up to coming in? 
Man, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's it's crazy that it's 2022, and I I really believe our First Nations people are really funny as a whole. Like, but um, there's a lot of in our past. There's a lot of history and trauma that our people have went through. So us assimilating into society kind of took a long time, and and comedy is part of that. So you don't see too many First Nations you've never used to. Now you actually go to an open mic in Calgary, uh, Ottawa, uh, Winnipeg, and you're gonna see First Nations comics at the open mic now, which is great. But for me, it's been a long time coming. 15 years I, I've been in this and when I first started there wasn't that many um, but luckily there was a guy I met his name is Charlie Hill he's from the states and to me he's probably one of the greatest comedians of, of, of all time um, unfortunately he's not with us anymore but the first time I met him he talked about being on um, the Richard Pryor show he did a set on the Richard Pryor show and he okay. talked to me about about being at the New York club and the security guards like yo Richard wants to talk to you and then so having to spend time with him and hearing real stories absolutely were just like I'm like oh you, you're native and you got to go on the Richard Pryor show and you were doing this in the 70s so you know, none of this would be possible if it wasn't for my boy uh, Charlie Hill for sure that's that's a hell of a story, man. So you're yeah, in the States. Yeah. So you were kind of touring there. Now, the one thing I wanted to kind of dive into is that when we, we spoke to you last, it was all about JFL and you are a working yeah. comic. So you you are touring. Yeah. Uh, how much of what you have on the show is what we see on stage or how much of what we see on stage yeah. is in the show? I wouldn't say like I don't have jokes that I do on um not doing like, I don't have jokes that I do, but the the energy is the same. Like the, all the like all like I wrote uh, like I was a big part in the writing room and I write all my jokes and they all come from experience. So obviously, um, you know, I, I I'm from this world and and I, I try to bring as much comedy as I can um on stage and I try to do that same thing with the scripts that we were writing and the you know and the casting and, and bringing people, making sure that it's it's really authentic to where I'm from. So it's uh yeah, man, I think I'm really lucky that I'm, I'm from the reserve. I think it, it it's it definitely, you know, when I do the JFL stuff, it's always nice to go home and get humbled, um, just like the show, because I go home and they don't care about Just for Laughs or they don't care about the TV show when I go home. They just they just need to ride to the store. Or they just want to hang out and have coffee and, you know, <laughs> play video games and stuff. They don't, they, you know, they don't really care. So it's, uh, I don't know, I think it's, I'm really blessed that I, you know, I get to have a place like Pop River where I can go home and, and reflect and, and, you know, go get humbled. Now, working the festival circuit, as we mentioned, has that sort of in any way prepared you now for the show? I mean, how the acting chops? How are the, how's the performance? Yeah. How are the, <laughs> well, that's, like, that's, you... that's my fault for naming the show Acting Good because my, my acting isn't that good. It's kind of... <laughs> no, so I made it easy for the critics, right? Acting Good, question mark. But uh, oh, okay. it's, I'm playing myself, right? So it's it's pretty easy. I mean, I just got to hit my lines. I know my marks. That's that's more the technical stuff of being like, where do I have to look? And, you know, is that sort of thing. The technical aspect of it was a learning curve for me. Um, but the comedy and the acting, yeah, definitely... I definitely owe it to stand-up comedy and, and being, you know, especially in Montreal in terms of confidence. Like, yeah, you go to Montreal when, um, you know, you're just a you know, this little small reserve comic, you know, just doing Winnipeg and stuff. That's literally all I've done. And, and then, and then just to go to Montreal and do all these amazing TV tapings. And then you come, you walk around a little, it's like having sex. You, you know, you, for the first time, you walk around a little different after these things happen, just the world is different. Everything just seems a lot easier doing comedy. The jokes come easier if, uh, and confidence has a lot to do with that. So I definitely owe a lot to these, to these festivals and to these, you know, these amazing places that have put me on stages. Yeah. Is it tough to play you? <laughs> I'm, 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 no, it's easy. Like, do, do people write for you? Like, I would never I, say this. 
it's 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 hard watching the final product because I'm like because my character whines a lot and he cries a lot and he's a big mama's boy, which is a lot like me in real life. But it's sometimes it's hard to see. I'm like, man, my my guy's kind of a b word a little bit. <laughs> so that's like so that's a lot, a lot of self reflecting. Maybe I got I got some growing that I need to do in real life uh, based on watching stuff that I see in the show. So it's 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 nice for me to see that uh, in real life. He is Paul Roblowski. The show is acting good. Stick around with us right here on Inside Jokes. More with Paul after the break. Stay tuned, buddy. My name is Brad Goss, and you're listening to Inside Jokes. Our mother grows angry. Retribution will be swift. Welcome back to Inside Jokes. I'm Vince Tedesco. Each and every week, we are brought to you by Hakeem Optical, giving you a new view on comedy. And wearing some delectable shades, not shades, but specs, I guess this week, is our guest, Paul Roblowski. Yeah. Ah, I messed it up again. You're so close. You're so close. These, these, not, these are not even real glasses. They're not even prescription. I just wear them just uh, so white people. I, this A little disarming for white people. They, they trust me more when I have glasses on for some reason. <laughs> Paul Roblowski, how are we doing? I'm doing really good, man. We're vibing. Um, I woke up at... Uh, like 11 o'clock my times <laughs> life of a comedian man. You you man right now currently filming or no 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 we're not filming right now this that's it's the beauty because we just finished we have like one more episode to lock and then we're done and this is the first time that i've had time to myself during the day where i'm not working since last december so it's weird i don't even i'm like just hanging out at shoppers drug mart just hanging out because i have like i don't know what to do with my time so it's a uh, it's nice to have uh the time off and well, now as a working actor, as we said with the new series, Acting Good, and as a stand-up comic, I mean, you're kind of, your, your days are pretty busy right now. Where do you feel most sort of yourself? Is it on, on stage, in front of a mic, which I'm assuming is yes, or is it in front of the camera in the daytime acting like, hey, I hate, you know what? I hate I acting. I hate acting. <laughs> hate I hate acting. I hate acting. Halfway through the halfway through the series, I'm like, this is too much, man. This is too much. Remembering lines, waking up early, having to drive to set. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And obviously, comedy is where I feel the most comfy because I've been I've been doing this for because I was a very shy guy before I got into comedy. Even like um, just just speaking in like speaking in public and stuff. I was like, I have horrible anxiety about this stuff. So I think, uh, yeah, I think I owe a lot to, to stand up comedy just in terms of confidence and be helping me be become an adult so yeah you put me on stage and and anywhere in the world i'll feel like myself but you you know as soon as you say action i'm just like what am i doing again i'll freeze up and i'm just like ah what's going on so i definitely feel um comfy on stage but i'm actually you know knock on wood hopefully we get season two and i'm, I'm looking forward to you know to, to to getting better and learning more and then showing people you know how confident i am in my acting now too now you said you're involved in the writing of the show, and um, how? I, I mean, how upfront are they? Are you like how's the show being received right now? You you yeah. getting some positive? I don't want to say anything, but I've, like we've heard nothing but good things from the network in terms of you know viewership and stuff, and you know uh, so you know there's a couple of rumblings. I don't want to jinx it, uh, but it, it's things are looking good, and if they don't, then you know we'll write we'll write another show. <laughs> it's easy, right? Everybody gets a show, so. <laughs> It's easy to get on national TV. Well, of course, yeah. No, it's, it's up there. Look at the rest of the world and you're right there. Uh, outside of the series, how is the stand-up world been treating you now as you, you know, you, you, you're making some hayway on TV? Yeah, so, uh, it's getting- crazy. 
it's it's been really good, man. It, it's especially with First Nation shows because I like I'm a weird comic because I, I, I'm with Comedy Records right now. And shout out to Barry Taylor and and they looking after me. And it's so funny because like Barry's trying to get me to go to like L.A. and New York, and I'm like, man, I'm from the Res, man. I want to do my my goal is to be you know the guy for Native comedy, and 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 I want to do shows in front of my people. And and the the, the I like ever since the show aired, we did a seven. We did we headline rumors for seven days like for seven shows and all of them were basically sold out and our people came in and supported and to me that was like that to me was the pinnacle of like oh man i'm really doing it i'm actually here you know and my people are supporting so uh, yeah to me i just i want to do this 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 christmas especially during christmas season i've got a lot of first nation shows and i'm going to communities and stuff that to me is the dream and it's 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 really the show has really helped me out <laughs> tenfold for sure well, yeah, that's, I mean, like you're touring and stuff like that, but I don't know. I just never saw you. Like, is that your vibe? The LA scene or even the New York scene? Nah, not so even. Popular. I hate it. I hate it. Oh, I got to travel for 13 hours and I got to, <laughs> I got to, I got to make some skinny guy beside me feel uncomfortable for 13 hours the whole way. And then I'm in a hotel. Guess when I'm in New when I'm in Montreal, guess the first place I go McDonald's. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a guy that has to eat the local food. I've seen all this shit on, on TV and on YouTube, man. I've, I've watched, uh, you know, I've watched uh, a lot of New York crime details. I don't know what New York City looks like. I don't need to see that stuff in real life. No, I'm kidding. Obviously, that would be nice to go to those places, but that's not my that's not my focus. I'm a small town kid from the res, and I really just want to do uh, comedy in front of my people for my people. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, man. I think it's uh, I think it's cool and it's fun, and it's it's definitely led to where I'm at right now. That my people supported me and and got me here to this point, and I just I want to keep doing it for them. Do you at least get the Mick poutine when you're at McDonald's? <laughs> I do. I get the poutine. I'll have some French coffee. You know what I mean? I get the we're doing real nice at McDonald's. Extra fancy for the Montreal McDonald's. Uh, I mean, obviously, that's where it hits home the most, performing in front of your peeps. That's where you get the most love. Yeah. Um, from the family side, how's the family kind of reacting to it all? Man, it's so crazy. I have a twin brother and like he hasn't really he's only seen me do comedy like twice. And I don't sometimes I think I don't know if my brother really respects my comedy. Uh, but his wife told me the other day that he watched he watches every single episode about seven or eight times of our yeah. show because, yeah, he loves it. My dad says he watches it four or five times. My mom is over the moon. It's nice to have respect to my family for the first time. <laughs> All I needed to do was take my own TV show for me to get the respect of my family. So it's nice. It's nice to have <laughs> Real nice, finally. Now, you're saying you, you've kind of wrapped up season one, hopes that yep. there's a season two. Fingers crossed. Uh, is home base still going to be Manitoba? You're coming back to Toronto? You, uh... Never, never. I'm, 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 a, I'm a res boy, man. I'm, I'm never leaving home, man. I'm in Winnipeg right now, but like, I'm, once I go home, I'm, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a lot for uh, for them to come get me, man. So it's uh, I, I, it's nice to do shows. Like I'll be in, I'm, I'm headlining The Nest uh, in this, like December 1st to the 3rd. I'll be in another show in Toronto on the 6th. So like I love coming out, but I mean, I don't like staying long. Get me out of the city. Too many people. It's just, it's too much sometimes well yeah if new york scared the hell out of you why the hell would you even come to toronto I mean, <laughs> exactly just yeah i do it for i do it for comedy records i love comedy records they're putting me on and i love the work they do so uh yeah yeah i, I don't mind coming with the shows but not for too long uh, well i love you brother uh, congratulations on the new show give them the plug again ctv uh ctv every monday ctv comedy at 9 30 and then it's going to start airing um aptn2 uh like a, a month or two from now they're going to start airing regular on aptn2 and then eventually you can catch them on crave you can check them out on the ctv app right now ctv.ca you can check it download the app and watch it for free uh every tuesday perfect the show is acting good yep. work. 
Yeah. <laughs> I did that yes, to myself. Buddy, uh, you're bringing the energy. You're bringing the laughs. I love you for Congrats on all the success. Uh, we'll hopefully, we'll do this down the road again, and we'll chat soon. And fingers crossed for season two, buddy. Season all the best. two. Thank you guys for having me, man. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. All the best, Paul. More of Inside Jokes after the break. Stay tuned right here on 640 Toronto. Hey, you're listening to Frank Spadone. Uh, no, you're actually <laughs> listening to Inside Jokes with me, Frank Spadone. On the road again. Welcome back to Inside Jokes. I am Vince Tresco, and sitting in with me now, I always find it um, a great pleasure when we get to welcome friends of the show on. So uh, one of our friends who's been on, he's been a, a friend of the show, he's been a friend of mine. Uh, I'd like to welcome back to the airwaves. I don't know where he is exactly. I think possibly he's on the road, but he can tell us directly. Please welcome the airwaves, Frank Spadone. Frank, how are we doing? I'm great, Vince. Thanks for having me on once again. It's always uh, a lot of fun. And by the way, I'm at home. Yeah. Oh, uh, you are at home. Okay. I haven't left yet. <laughs> well, uh, you guys have a huge social media following and a big social media presence. So we've been following kind of in the road, in the car action. But in with us right now on the airwaves are the guys from the Uncle Louis Variety Show. Please welcome the airwaves, uh, Carlo Russo. And hey, how you doing? Lou Greco. How are we doing, boys? Oh hey, my guys. God, we're doing great. We just we just lost you guys. We, lost no, we have no visual. Do you guys have visual? We have no visual. Yeah, I know this is radio. It. Nobody has nobody has visual on radio, but uh, we're on Zoom and we just lost ourselves. So we we're, we're <laughs> okay, talking boys. to we an empty you. We can still see you. everything is still good. We're all cool. Okay, cool. Okay. The Titanic has not sunk yet. Okay. A lot of time left in the show. We can, you know. We have, I'll, we'll sink it. Don't worry about it. Let me Titanic will sink. Any direction. We were yeah. supposed so, to. Okay. So this okay. is a, what, a traveling variety show? Because for those of you who don't know the concept of the Uncle Louie variety show, I'll let you guys dive into what it's all about. So Lou uh, or, or Carlo, I mean, somebody yeah. take the helm. Tell me what this show is all about. Well, we, we call it, it's the Uncle Louie Variety Show for a lot of reasons. We just want to make sure that everybody knows we have sketches, we have characters, we do stand-up, we do music, and uh, and we and now we have Frank. So <laughs> we're <laughs> just, just absorbed Frank into the fold. Yes. Um, so we want to make sure when they get tickets and they see us, it's everything, the whole gamut. It's a journey of growing up uh, Italian, uh, going through uh, people like myself that grew up with uh, with parents that didn't speak English. I immigrated to the States in 72. So we bring you through that journey. And then we also bring you the journey of growing up in America with parents that spoke broken English. Uh, so we have characters. We have our we have our uh, Zias and uh, as we call that uh, ants in Italian. And we have our Zios, Uncle Louie and Pasqualino. So we try to put a a um, a story base out there, a a you know kind of a, a guideline to how we grew up, 
and um, through song and, and stand up and comedy skits. So home base for you, for you guys is upstate New York, but as we said, you guys have been traveling Boston, Detroit, Indianapolis, uh, Chicago. Everywhere. Uh, as Italian American comics and, and Frank Italian Canadian comics, how close to the chest is this tour? I mean, Italian comedy yeah. I mean, has been on the forefront for a while now, but for you guys as first generation Italians and, you know, myself, throw a nod to me, I grew up yeah. in the same sort of retrospect as you guys did with uh, immigrant parents migrating to this country, Canada. How close to the chest of this tour? Um, it is. It is just celebrating growing up in Canada. It's very right close. In the heart. It's right in the heart. You know, when you watch the show, uh, we've had <laughs> we've had people where we've had to stop the show. There's like they're crying in the front. You know, and it just, I felt terrible. You know, at one point I'm down and said, you okay? You okay? But I know it's just tears of joy. I cry. You know, they're just remembering. It's just uh, memories of their grandparents, their uncles. It possibility. There's a, a lot of them aren't even Italian. Yeah. You know, they just come from an old school background. Uh, we have a Latino following. We have um, Irish we have Portuguese, French, Canadian. Everybody is African American. Yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah. It's, it's one of those things. I always say uh, the generation uh, that we grew up with are no longer here, or or, or you know, dying off, unfortunately. And um, a lot of times, these people come up to us and say, "Oh my God, I haven't heard that phrase. I haven't heard that accent in 10, 20, 30 years since my Nona died." Which um, or my no new. So we're bringing a lot of uh, a lot of memories that were dormant for a long time and uh, out again, and people get very uh, emotional. So very close, very close to the uh, um, to what we grew up with. So yeah, we're very proud of that. It's like watching you know, it's not hard to, for it to be close, like Louis Chest. Like it doesn't take much to hit. Right. It's, it's, he's it's, got a, a, an enormous Everything's chest. close to his um, chest. <laughs> everything's close. <laughs> but I, I, you know, they're absolutely right. It's like when you do, when you tell the stories or you tell the jokes or you, it's a phrase, it's a, it's, it's the way you pronounce something. And um, even just the story of, of the way our houses were like um, with me, you know, I've talked about plastic on the furniture. So does Carlo. And yeah. but it's it's not just Italians. It's I had someone from the Barbados come up to me. You know, we used to do the same thing. You know, and it's like it's incredible. It, it it's it even though it's Italian, it kind of crosses many many different cultures and people from different places. So I think if you have ethnic parents, uh, this just you relate. Yeah, you relate, and it touches it touches home, and it touches uh, Louis' chest. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're gonna, as, as usually performing as a solo artist, now traveling kind of with this whole group and 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 you know, uh, kind of a, a collaborative effort with the yeah. Uncle Louis Variety Show. How different is uh, you know different is is your act kind of changed in kind it, of comparison with the show? To be honest, it hasn't really. What's it? I'm just a part of the show. Uh, meaning, I'm still doing my stand up. So they they introduce me. They they they. They, the crowd's prime by the time I get up there. They're doing skits. They're singing a song. The crowd's in such a good mood. I go on there and, uh, you know, tell a few stories. And they, they've they've teed it up for me. They've made it very easy, you know. And uh, 
uh, and I'm, I'm grateful, but it's just a great energy. Uh, you know, like uh, I've done, usually we are up there on our own. It's our own show. It's so nice to work with people. I know over the years I've worked with my buddy, uh, you know, uh, Ange, uh, yeah. the, the Greek. It's nice to be on the road with somebody as well. It's, you know, the, the great thing about Louis and Carlo is uh, they get to travel with each other. A lot of times stand-ups were by ourselves, but being, yeah, also it's a bit of a marriage too. They probably want to kill each other after a long road trip, but. Never. <laughs> but uh, I see them trying to, if you were on Zoom right now, you'd see them trying to choke each other. But um, uh, They're literally it's, at it's, each other's throats right now, yeah. Yeah, it's great to be part of this and uh I, i'm grateful for them welcoming me on the show it's and we've had such a good time you know in just these few shows that we've done together and there's going to be way more so it's it's I'm looking yes. forward to it now for um carlo and for lou i mean uh, yeah. it is a variety show so as we said there's music there's comedy uh you guys are predominantly in character though correct um we are not really uh we do what we have a we have our characters, obviously, but we do get out of character. We do our own stand-up. Uh, we have a stand-up uh, se uh, section of the show. And then we also sing out of uh, out of character uh, as well. So it's a little a little bit of everything, a true variety uh, yeah. show. And in character, <clears throat> we sing. Right. So we have also, you know, when a one character, yeah. so, you know, is out there, I play myself. When uh, out there, Carlo plays himself. So we have, in essence, we have six characters in the state. The nice thing is now is that we can write them in to do sketches. <laughs> that would be fantastic. You just found that out. Now. Yes, that's yeah, you just found that out now. Your, your so, pay stays the same. Your oh, okay. pay stays the same. No. Thanks, thanks guys. Well, what was what was great is I didn't know uh, they do this song at the end, and it was about the second show uh, this weekend. Yeah. Where they or was it right from the start? They they pulled me up on stage. On the start, I, it was easy. Right from the right right from Detroit, uh, I was uh, part of the song, which was great. It had some you know hand gestures, which uh, you know Italians uh, are fantastic yeah. at, uh, and uh, it didn't take long for me to understand what I was supposed to do. Uh, yes, it was, just great. it was great time. Great time. It feels it feels like if I mean I, it feels like a family. Like it feels like we've been working together for years and years. Um, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a smooth transition into having someone like Frank in there, uh, who gets us and we have the same, uh, you know, we have the same kind of, uh, ideas and stuff. So, you know, this week, last weekend, I mean, Detroit, Indiana, um, and Chicago were just electric. They were nuts. They absolutely, we're still getting inboxed on the shows. Well, that's, that's awesome to hear. Now, as a traveling kind of road show, you guys are going through a lot of states. You're crossing borders. You're coming into Canada. Right. Uh, very different views across America these days as of late. How much of that political content or red state, blue state, or yeah. the shenanigans that happen up here with Trudeau versus what's happening in the U.S., how much does that play into a modern society of what we're living in Versus the nostalgia of the show that what you're portraying. So right. we have to combat with each other. We we decided from the get-go, we never talked about uh, religion. <laughs> we never talked about politics. We bring nothing into the show that has anything to do with current policies and current uh, feeling. We bring everybody back to when 
as as people say, times were a little bit easier, I guess, when we had no social media. Um, that's what we want to portray on our shows. We leave everything at the door, any kind of politics, any kind of, you know, left, right, whatever agendas you have, leave them at home, come to the show, laugh, become a family again. We want to make everything seem like that Sunday dinner. Uh, when we grew up, everybody came to the house, sat around the kitchen, laughed, told stories. And uh, that's what we want our show to be about, not about politics and division. And and that's what exactly I was thinking about before when you said, you know, it, it's easy when you're fans of each other, like Lou said. Honestly, you know what it feels like? It feels like we're, you know, these guys brought a guitar to the to the dinner table and we're cracking jokes and, and we're just having a good time. And, uh, and, and, and thank God, like we, we do leave absolutely, uh, we leave everything at the door, come have a good time. We don't know if people are right, left, uh, you know, like, uh, whatever, you know, uh, we don't know people, all we see when we're looking out there is people having a good time. And that's, what's beautiful about this show. And that's, what's beautiful about comedy and what we're doing. Who cares, uh, you know, about that other stuff right now, come have a good time. I think we focus too much on the, the crap that's happening in the world um and, and not enjoying uh life each other yeah it, yeah it, it, we're, we're you know we're letting life pass by and and we're not enjoying things uh the way we should be we're on we're on social media worrying about everything worrying about anyway and said beautifully yeah. boys said beautifully more with the uncle louis variety show and frank spadone after the break i'm vincent esco this is inside jokes 640 Toronto. Hello, De Saint Louis from Syracuse, New York. You live well, no, do it again. You listen it, joke inside. Inside joke. Yeah. This is Carlo of the Uncle Louis Variety Show, and we're on Inside Joke. You're listening to Inside Joke. It's the same thing. Welcome back to Inside Jokes. I am Vince Tedesco, and each and every week we are brought to you by Hakeem Optical. Hakeem Optical, the makers of fine, fine eyewear. Mo Green wishes he had a pair because, you know, he got shot in the eye. It's a Godfather reference, you know. Hakeem Optical, by the way, does not make bulletproof eyewear. I just want to let you know, our audience know that. But makers are fine, fashionable, and affordable eyewear. Hakeem Optical. Sitting in with me, once again, the boys from the Uncle Louie Variety Show and the one and only Frank Spadone discussing their on-tour, uh, Uncle Louie Variety Show on-tour right now. As we speak, they are coming our way with shows in. I don't know why I'm screaming right now. It's a microphone. <laughs> You're excited. You're Italian. Uh, they're coming our way November 26th and 27th. Uh, November 26th, Brampton, Ontario. November 27th in Hamilton, Ontario. Boys, coming to Canada, what can the crowds expect in Brampton and in Hamilton? They can expect to bring their uh, mudanis because we're going to make them laugh. They're going to need another clean pair. This is what we do. We're going to make everybody just laugh out loud, smile, think of the past and uh, celebrate the future together for the Uncle Louis Show and Frank Spadone. Yeah, we're just going to have a great time. As always, we come in. It's a, it's the, the crowd is always electric. 
always up in the air, screaming, yelling, singing the songs and everything. We're going to have a killer time at the Rose Theater. Uh for um, as, as traveling comics, as we said, and, and as guys that are always on the road and home bases, New York, home base for Frank in Toronto, does the material change at all coming to a Canadian audience? Honestly, we say this a lot. We actually speak more Italian in our acts when we're in Canada compared to when we're in the States. It seems like a lot of the audience in Canada understands Italian, speaks Italian compared to some of the cities that we're in. Uh, when we're in our own uh, country. So it does change a little bit, but the material stays the same. We just might throw some more Italian words in there. Um, we're in, in the States, we don't. Now, Frank, have they? Uh, have you actually kind of been a Canadian aide, as they say? Hey, we got to try this, we got to try that, or, you know, this really hits home, close to home, or even the opposite, when you guys are touring across the States, like, have you taken Frank out to like, oh, you got to try this. This is one of the, the best Italian spots to eat at. Or you guys don't have this up there? Or you right. guys don't have this well, down there? Has that ever happened? Frank, we'll start with it's, you. Listen, it's already happening with uh, what I called earlier, the gaskets. Those, yeah. Uh, real, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, our our produ- uh, the, 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 the promoter of the show, Tony Napoli, he knows because he's he's from Italy and he knows uh, these these things. <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, these guys, you never heard of it, right? But then there was the uh, anise uh, candy that I got yet. Yeah, do you guys have, I was thinking that, do you guys have that in upstate New York? or? or do- I don't I don't think we have a new, uh, you probably have to go down to the city, New York, Boston, Philly. I bet you can find it there, but central New York, uh, kind of tough. Might be going to anise Italian places. Like isn't that the... Yeah, it's like licorice. I'm gonna. I have a bag, a brand new bag, not open. I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it for yeah, you guys. A bag of anise candy. I love yeah. them. Yeah, they there's there's a couple of spots in Syracuse where you them. can get those things, and uh, it's just like all the Italian imports and stuff. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I had, I had the, the the gaskets. I had. I my gaskets. mouth was almost just clenched up. I couldn't open. Them. Oh, yeah. The right side was clenched. I think Frank likes him because he can pretend he's missing a tooth. He puts it right yeah. in the front. Yeah. So no, we uh, we've been we've been through Canada for many many years. We actually uh, Canada was uh, Leamington was one of our first uh, shows back this way. Louie and I actually uh, started in Australia, uh, Melbourne and Sydney back in 2018. Huge group of Italians down there. Yes, they brought us out there, and uh, when we came back. Uh, we played Leamington. That was, my God, what, six, seven, whatever years ago it was now. So uh, we've been going through Canada for a while. And, uh, yeah, it, we love it. We absolutely love it. And, uh, yeah, it's been a while since we've been. It's been a while since we've been to Canada. So we're, uh, we're, ready, we're ready to roll. We went to Brantford. Um, that was our first Canadian show, right? That was year. sold out and insane. Everybody was going nuts. So can't wait. Just can't wait. Awesome. It is the Uncle Louie Variety Show featuring Frank Spadone. Uh, boys, where can they get tickets? Give us the info. Give us the lowdown. Work we all purchase for Hamilton and Brampton coming up this week, November 26th and 27th. You can purchase all tickets at theunclelouievarietyshow.com. Theunclelouievarietyshow.com. You can get it there. Our Facebook page, click on events, uh, click on buy tickets, and you're good to go. Yeah, and for they're Frank, also online. Any upcoming shows? 
they're also on mine. Uh, sorry, Frankspadone.com or, you know, like uh, the Rose Theater in Brampton website or the Zoetic if you want to go straight there. Awesome, Lots guys. I thank you so much. Them. Thank you so much for your time today. It's the Uncle Louie Variety Show featuring Frank Spadone. Check them out on their websites. Follow them on their social media accounts. Uh, it's been a pleasure, boys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thanks, for Thanks us. a lot. Thank you. We'll chat again down the road. Good luck with the tour, Frank. We'll chat again soon enough. Uh, I'm Vince Esco. This has been another edition of Inside Jokes. Check them out every week. Uh, check us out every week right here, 640 Toronto. This week's Comedy RX is Paul Roblowskis. I moved back home to my res, Papa River First. Make some noise for Papa River First Nation, man. 900 Woo! people, man. <laughs> I moved away. I moved. Winnipeg had like a gang problem. But when I moved to the res, I didn't know we had a wolf problem. It's the same man. It's, it's real dealing with wolves all the time, man. I was at my mom's house. She went to the store. She came back. There was a big ass wolf on the porch. And God bless my mom. I love her with all my heart, but she's not good under pressure. My mom saw that wolf and she started honking at me to stay inside the house. I don't know if you've ever been honked at to stay inside a house. It sounds a lot like, come the outside right now, man. Man. My mom just, she came from the store. Them sounded like ice cream honks to me, man. I didn't even put on my shoes. I just ran outside. I was like, ice cream.